Welcome everyone to the Gold Digger Girls podcast, where we talk about crushing your goals and creating the life of your dreams. I'm Kimberly Olson, your host, and today I have a special guest, the Miss Megan Weisheipel, and this is, and she is actually the creator and founder of The Corporate Refugee. So she actually helps entrepreneurs to be able to break, break free from their nine to five and create the life that they've always wanted. So obviously our hearts are naturally aligned. So I am so excited to have you on, Megan. Welcome, and thank you for being on today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Woohoo. So I'm sure a lot of my, my followers actually know you, but if they don't, why don't you share with everybody a little bit about who you are, a little bit about your experience in direct sales, network marketing, where you are today, and, and what's, uh, what's in the future for Megan in, in, in your world? Yes. Awesome. So I, I will be 39. I'm revealing it. I'll be 39 next Friday. And I entered my first network marketing company when I was 22 years old. And some people might know uh, my direct upline was a guy named Bob Heilig. (laughs) Some people that might know that name now. Yeah, he's your virtual upline now. But back then, he was just my upline. Like, (laughs) we worked together. So that was my first companies and my first time into network marketing. And here's what I say. Network marketing direct sales for me was that first entry into it taught me how to dream. Up until that point, my entire life was about go to school, get a good job, stay there, work hard. Like I came from a very blue collar family. So it was all, that's what it was. But network marketing taught me how to dream. It introduced me to motivational speakers and self-help and I became obsessed with it. But then, um, I kind of stepped away from network marketing. I moved into getting the big corporate job. That's where I thought I was supposed to be. So I got that big corporate job and I worked it for 13 years until I left. But uh, before that, when I was still working my corporate job, Bob entered into a new network marketing company and he kept messaging me and messaging me to get me back. And I was like anti direct sales. Like I'm done. I don't want anything with it. I have a big corner office. I work, I come to work at seven in the morning. I leave at six at night. Life is amazing. Right. (laughs) Um, so I wanted nothing to do with it. And then one day, so this is a message for all of those people that stopped following up with that one person. Mm -hmm. Bob messaged me almost for a year and a half until I, I mean, he would do it three months, every three months, every four or five months, just, Hey, how you doing? And then finally one day I messaged him and I said, Hey, I think I want to take a look at what you're doing now. It was about a year and a half of him messaging me. I joined him in that venture was kicking butt. It was growing. I was about six months away from walking away from my job and the company closed its network marketing portion of the business. Oh my goodness. So I was like, wah, wah. It was, <laughs> so that was a setback. And then we got recruited over to another company and we went to that company and we were with them in about six, a couple of weeks. I don't even know how long it was. It was such a whirlwind and they end up closing their doors as well. Oh so back to back, two companies, network marketing companies we were with closed their doors. So for me, I took that as a sign that I was just supposed to stay where I am. I'm going to hunker down. I'm going to go back into my big office and do my thing. But once you have that taste and you know the freedom that you can have, it never left me. And when I was around 35, I started to look at my life and I realized my life had become reactionary, meaning Mm -hmm. I would wake up. I was instantly in mom mode because I would wake up to my two little girls. Then I was in work mode all day and then back to mom and wife mode. And my life had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. I just felt like a robot that was going through the motions. 
So what I did was I started to take my life back and I did something. I did a selfish hour every morning. I woke up an hour earlier than my family and I worked on myself. And I did this on Saturday and Sundays. I did it religiously for two years straight. And in the meantime of that, I hired Bob as my coach. He was starting a year-long mastermind. Mind you, it was mainly for network marketers. And that point in my life, I wasn't in network marketing, but I know that everything that he was going to teach, social media, building your brand, building a business online, whatever direction I wanted to head in my life, that those were tools that I would need to know. And something else that I've learned being around network marketing my entire life is, not my entire life, but I'm a, a big chunk of it, <laughs> is the skills can transfer to anything. Oh, yeah. The skills that you learn here can transfer into business. They can transfer into nonprofits or communication with your family. It, go, it transcends every industry. So I was using the skills that I was learning, but six months into working with him, I made the monumental decision to walk away from my 13-year corporate career, a main income earner in the household. I walked away and started the corporate refugee business because I said there's so many women out there that are in this position of working full-time, having the successful job, but feeling unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be that way. So that's, that's my story. That's how it came about. And that's what, what a year and a half ago. And now we've been full-time with this. That's amazing. I love that so much. And I was that same person. Our, your girls are a little bit older than mine, but that was the thing is why I feel like I was so you know, struggled with things like, you know, anxiety, depression, stuff like that, because I just, at the end of the day, I was exhausted, but, and I even remember I was working so hard, not seeing my kids because I, my commute and stuff, I'd get like 45 minutes a day with them. And my boss pulling me into her office because I had one bad month of sales. She didn't even pay attention to the last year of me growing the sales department. It was that one month. And she's like, you know, you better turn these numbers around. And I was thinking, what am I doing? Like, I'm literally sacrificing everything for a person who could let me go tomorrow. And so that was the day. That was the day where I was like, no, I'm going to build something on the side. I don't care if I don't get any sleep. I don't care what obstacles come my way. I don't care the fact that I don't even have a Facebook page. Like I'm going to figure this out. And it was like you said, just that feeling inside of you. Like I want something different. I want something better. And that's what I love about what you do because I feel like every girl I talk to, every woman is, I just feel like they need your coaching because so many of them, they don't really know how to figure out what that is. Like, how do they figure out what their gifts are or what is going to light them on fire? And then how do they actually put it into practice? So can you tell people a little bit about what you do with people? Like, what do you offer where you can give them the tools to find that? Yeah. Well, I want to share this real quick. So it was funny. I didn't realize, so I'm an educated woman. I was very successful and I'm like, how don't I know my purpose? Like I'm 35 years old. How do I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life? And I realized I was jealous of my husband because he's loved baseball since the game of two years, since he was two years old, he's loved the game of baseball. So he's always played, played professionally, got hurt. And now he's coached. I'm like, you've always had it figured out. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you don't know the struggle that us, than myself and other women that we're going through trying to figure out your purpose. So I say that I went on this self-discovery journey of figuring out who I want to be when I grow up, who am I supposed to be? And on that journey, it was 
I read a ton. I learned to meditate via YouTube. YouTube can teach you anything. Mm -hmm. um, and podcasts and webinars. And I followed people and I listened to their lives. And so now what I've done is I've taken all of that journey that helped me figure out what I was supposed to be with my life and condensed that down. And I created a program called, a step-by-step -step program called Journey to You that helps a woman reconnect back to who she is because you grow up in environments that tell you the direction you're supposed to head or society says you're supposed to do this or your family heritage is all doctors. So you're supposed to go in that direction, but inside you're not in alignment and you're not connected to your soul and the reason that you were put on this earth. And that's where that struggle comes in. And I realize it typically happens to women between 35 and 55 years old. Mm -hmm. that you go through life and you, now you've had your kids and your family and you're established and then you look at your life and you're like, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's why network marketing is such a great place because it provides you not only with the income, but the flexibility. And sometimes the, the network marketing company you choose isn't the be all end all. That is just sometimes the vehicle that allows you to go you know, volunteer where you want to volunteer and do the things that you want to do with your life. It's just that vehicle. So in the program that I have of Journey to You, it just helps a woman find clarity, purpose, and direction in their life. Mm -hmm. And we deal with some tough stuff. I always say you got to go through your past to get to your future. So we got to mm -hmm. go through those stories and things that you created as a kid that are the lenses that you're wearing now and the way that you're viewing the world. And typically it comes in the form of, I'm not good enough, smart enough, worthy enough, lovable enough, whatever. But that's what's controlling your life now and stopping you from stepping into your greatness are things that happened in the fifth grade. Wow. There's, crazy? there's so many directions I could take this because I just thought of like five things that I can. <laughs> so, okay. First of all, there's, okay. I got to write these down because it's so good. Okay. Yeah, don't lose the thought. And I want you to tell your story about your husband and arguing too, because I've heard, and maybe they need to hear it because it's so good, but money. So this is what I've noticed when people will hit a rank advancement or they do get that bonus check, or they are starting to get some people on their team and then they take a step back. I, I say it's like almost like a set point. It's kind of like when people win the lotto and then 90% of them have lost all the money within two years. So does that have to do with those limiting beliefs and they're almost like self-sabotaging without realizing it? Or what do you notice with that? Yes. So there is a fabulous book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. If you've ever read that. So, so I always refer back to that. Yes, those are those limiting beliefs. But what is happening is you're... They're, when people are right there, they're in their zone of excellence. They're in their zone of comfort. But when they start having that success, that's outside of what their, their norm is. So as soon as they have it, think about this. Think about people that, oh my gosh, my life is going so well. Everything is going great. My kids are listening. My job, my career is rocking. My husband, my relationship is so strong right now. And people usually follow that up and say, I'm just waiting for something to go wrong. And it's those type of moments where you self-sabotage because when you start to get out of that zone where you feel very comfortable and you start having those successes, you do something to pull yourself right back down. And it's mm -hmm. a very subconscious thing that we do. But it comes back to your limiting beliefs and those fears that you have that run very deep. But here's the thing. You can't change your past. 
So those things, though, whatever happened, and when you that moment happened that you created these limiting beliefs, you can't change that, but you can change your relationship to the past. Oh, and that's what I was able to do was change my relationship to the past. So now I can separate myself from those stories. And when you can do that, that's where you find the success in your life. That is so freaking amazing. You can change your relationship with your past. That's so, so epic. I love that. So if you guys are listening, I know you're. A lot of you will be listening to this, but write that down when you get a chance or in your notepad, because that's such a good way. Anyone, it does come up for you to look at it almost as if it's the lamp on your desk. It's not you anymore. It's just there. And so disassociating with it, that relationship can change. I think that's really cool. So tell, can you share your story about your husband when you guys would argue? And he's like, why do you do that? It's such a great story. Can you share that? <laughs> I love it when people say, can you tell a story about when you and your husband argue? That always seems like... <laughs> So which time? Cause we're <laughs> and we have small children, but, um, I think it's so cool how in like, cause that was right when you started your breakthrough, right? When he, yep. you guys would, you know, have it out and he's like, I feel like you kind of go to this place and react a certain way. And you were able to discover what you were doing. Yep. That's, I always say it all started. My self-discovery journey started with an argument and the question of why. So I came home from work one day and at work, I was in charge of millions of dollars and numerous people, and I had this big job, but then I would come home, and if when him and I got into this particular argument, he is really smart, very educated, huge vocabulary, very quick, <laughs> quick-witted, and we got in this argument, I would go to a very insecure place. So I would go to instantly to, well, you're right, and I'm wrong, and you're inferior, or you're, you're superior, and I'm inferior, and I, I literally, my body posture would change. Like my shoulders would slump down and my face would drop. And he just said to me one day, why do you do that? Mm. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I'm like, why do I do that? Like, mm-hmm. why do I react that way? And literally that's when it started. And that was the start of me looking at my life and saying, well, I'm reactionary to everything. Why am I reactionary? Well, because I have no time to work on myself. And maybe I sacrificed some sleep and that's what started my selfish hour and taking that one hour every single morning to work on me. And what I realized was my story, my limiting belief happened in the fifth grade when a teacher walked into the classroom and said, pulled me out and I had to go to a special reading classroom because I couldn't keep up reading with my classmates. And then they also pulled me out to put me in speech therapy because I had a lisp. Oh, wow. And right there, I created a story that I'm stupid. Oh my goodness. Since the fifth grade that literally came up in an argument with my husband when I was 35 years old oh my gosh. was because he's smart. I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I can't. And that's what I realized. So once that opened for me, like it was Pandora's box. I'm like, well, what else? Is there? <laughs> Why am I doing this? And what happens here? And I, it just started to become this huge self-discovery. And even when I teach my course now, I always say I'm my best student because I'm still learning and I see here things that open up for other people and it triggers something in me that has me peel apart the onion more and go deeper. But yeah, it literally started with an argument and I said, why do I react that way? And it led me back to the fifth grade. Wow. That is such a powerful example. Think that, see arguments and tension and all that stuff is good. Sometimes I've noticed yeah. with too, what I've been doing is 
now that Elise is getting older, they're three and four, is that Elise is like, Elise will run a small country at some point, not a network marketing company. She will run a small country. And so she's very like, and Addison's super sweet and she's the older one. And so Elise will get in her face and Addison's posture will crumble down. She'll start tearing up. So what I've been doing with her is stand tall. I want you to confidently raise your voice and say to her, do not talk to me that way or whatever. And she, it's just to see physically how she will react to things. And I, I'm thinking of the adult Addison. I'm thinking of her, you know, having a boss talk to her a certain way or a spouse. And I'm like trying to instill it now, but it's so interesting to see all these things now having children of what that, what me as a woman now is seeing like a lot of times it's stuff from my childhood. So I think that's such a powerful example. Now for the ladies listening, that are saying, I love this. Like I want to transform. I want to go on that journey, but they're at a, and they want to get to B. So when they're at a right now, a lot of them I've noticed are automatically thinking negatively. Their self-esteem is really low. They want to grow their, their sales and their network marketing business. They want to increase their posture. They want to be more confident, but they're up against their own negative thinking. And then they have maybe not a supportive spouse or they get the no from a, from a prospect what would you say to that person who wants to start this journey, but they're a little overwhelmed on getting to point B? It all comes down to self-development. It all comes down to working on yourself and literally taking time out of your day. Cause typically the women that are in that position have no time for themselves. And that's where I was at. I lived with anxiety all the time. It wasn't until I quit my job that I realized what it was to not have anxiety in my life. Like wow. I didn't know the difference. I always thought you had this burning thing in your gut. Like that's the way you always felt. So for those women that are in that place where you're just kind of, like you said, lower self-esteem, like your confidence is low, put in your earbuds on your drive to work, shut off the radio, stop mm-hmm. listening to music and put on your earbuds and listen to the gold digger podcast. Listen to the corporate refugee podcast. Listen to these amazing podcasts that are out there that you just start to pump your brain with more positivity because left to your own. I always say this sometimes in our minds are really scary neighborhoods. So don't go in that neighborhood alone. <laughs> oh, that's good. Put other people in there with you, but make sure those people are giving you positive information. So put your earbuds in and listen to great podcasts or TED Talks or Facebook Lives from people that you respect and you really want to learn from. And you need to start reinforcing those things in your life because it is your choice. So if you're, if you're in a place where your confidence is low and your self-esteem is low, that is a choice. And I know some of you are probably shaking your head right now. Like I would never choose that. Why would I choose that? But each and every day we choose how we want to be. Perfect example. A client asked me the other day, she goes, how does your husband take that? You're so positive all the time. (laughs) And I said, actually, my husband's more positive than me because my natural self goes to worry, goes to cynicism, goes to more negative. I choose every single day to be positive. When a situation presents itself, I make a choice to look at it the positive instead of going the other route of like worry and negativity. My husband just is positive. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference. You choose every single day how you want it to be. And for me, why I have to do that selfish hour in the morning, if not, my whole day is off. 
Like mm-hmm. I choose that I have to put this, it's like setting the foundations. Like I'm laying the bricks for the day. So I have a solid foundation to go and you have to do that every single day. So for those women who are struggling right now, that's the best thing that I could say is surround yourself. And if your husband or your spouse is not supportive, find a tribe of women that mm-hmm. can be supportive. And here's the thing. We live in the age of technology. They don't have to live in your town. <laughs> they could. <laughs> They could live as a floating head on a Zoom or on a Instagram or Facebook Live. Find those people and surround yourself with them and just keep that positive, um, keep taking in the positivity from all that. That's nice. And I think too, I think sometimes like you see people like you who seem to have it all together or someone like me who's really visible on social media and you think that they have these like magical lives without kids that like their pants on the way to school. <laughs> One of the things I've really been working on is not getting frustrated that things will happen throughout the day. Like say a, say a person on my team or whatever is saying to myself, you're going to have these things, but you have to choose how you respond to it. Are you going to let this like derail your day? Or are you just going to deal with it and move on? And through the mindset work I've been doing over the last intensively for 18 months, it's I'm bouncing back so much quicker. You know, things used to like bother me for hours or that like the anxiety and all that kind of stuff. I was just like, ah, and because of the mindset work, it's like a muscle. And so that work you're doing every day is literally rewiring your neural pathways to help you become stronger with your mindset. So when things happen throughout the day, you're able to get back on track quicker and not ruin your whole day. It might just be 10 minutes, you know, which is amazing. Cause then you can stay on track with your goals and things like that and not letting it like, you know, ruin your whole, whole day and just be like, Oh, I'll start tomorrow. So kind of gaining back control. Uh, it's so funny. So my husband right now is in Florida for baseball. So I'm single parenting for eight days. Oh, bless your heart. My kids are six and three, two girls, and I'm growing a business and I have a big network market or networking group that I run as well. And Tuesday night, so I was on day four of single parenting. I literally <laughs> had like a breakdown. Like I was like, I am done. I can't do it. I'm starting to be very short with my kids. So going to the point when you say, Oh, we look like we have it all together. No, no, no. There's moments I'm on the fetal position on the floor crying with like, Oh my God, I can't take it. Oh, but yeah. the bounce back rate is way quicker. But here's what I realized. And this is such a great point for working moms that are overwhelmed, that are busy. So I just looked at my to-do list and I'm dealing with my kids and they were just annoying and they were oh, crazy. And I kept saying, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this. And right there, I stopped and I realized that I don't have to do these things. I get to do those things. And I had a major mindset shift because I started to realize the things that I need to do, which was take my daughter to dance class and make a healthy dinner and work on my business. These are things that I was taking for granted that other people wish they had. Mm-hmm. But when I shifted my mindset from I get to, or from I have to, to I get to, it literally changed the course of my evening. So that's talking about that bounce back is that I now can consciously notice when I'm like, all right, something is way off here. And it's, it could be a rabbit hole. Like it could totally spiral yeah. downwards, but I shifted myself and I'm like, all right, look at these as blessings. Look at all these things that I get to do. I get to take my daughter here. I get to build my business. I get to do this. I'm telling you, if you're listening right now, that is such a huge shift when you're feeling overwhelmed. Oh, I love that so much because it is that gratitude piece. And I've heard things like, even if you're in a job right now where, cause I went through that where I knew I was going to leave, but it was, I had to build up my side hustle 
And I remember hearing this thing that said, you know, the job you hate right now, you lost that job today and you couldn't find a job for six months. You would do anything to get that job back. So wherever you're at in your journey, if you are working full-time still and you want to quit so bad, or you're, you know, you're getting close or you're getting, you're starting your network marketing up and it's not there yet. And you're just banging your head against the wall is just remember like, be grateful for where you're at now. And if you can celebrate the small wins and the victories in your life and just be thankful, you know, for the blessings you do have, then you attract more, you know, and then you start to get that momentum. And before you look around, you're just like, somebody pinched me. Like, this is my day today. Like, yes, I've got a full plate today. It's back to back to back. Think about what I'm doing. I'm creating, I'm talking to amazing people like you, like this is awesome. So when you start to feel like you said overwhelmed or just feeling frustrated, switch gears and stop. And I'll try to do like a five minute meditation to just kind of snap my energy out and just say to yourself, what are five things right now that I can be so thankful for? And it really will shift your perception in a moment's notice, which is awesome. So last question, now that you've been around the block so long, Megan, um, what, what would you say to people listening that you wish you would have known? And I didn't prep you for this question, but you wish you would have known going into this. Cause I feel like you, you wisely look at network marketing as like, the school of self-development, but what do you wish you would have known when you first started out building your businesses and getting into becoming an entrepreneur that you wish you could tell the people listening that are starting out or maybe aren't making the progress that they want to make? Mm. Yeah, you did not prep me for this. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would say, one, when I always look back on it, I wish I would have done everything sooner. Like mm-hmm. I felt I, I look back, I mean, everything is done on its own time and everybody has their own journey. But when I really look back on it, I wish I would have made decisions that I know, like leaving my job, I probably should have done it two years sooner. Right. And there's things, but I was like, oh, what if, maybe not. Like there was that still part of me that needed to develop because I didn't have that, that strong mindset yet of that I could do it and that belief in myself. And the other thing that is huge and I'm a huge believer in is you have to build your tribe. That is the best thing that happened for me was I started a networking group here in Philadelphia where I live and I surrounded myself with these amazing women and they push me and we're all not, we're all in different businesses. We're all, it's, and they push me every single day. Now that's where my text messages come from and my messages. Hey, what are you working on? What do you got today? Hey, have you listened to this podcast yet? Hey, you know, and that is what has been so beneficial for me. So that's what I would say is find your tribe and push yourself to get there sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step into Stop waiting for the time to be right. That always bugs me when the time's going to be right. When I launched this uh, networking group here in Philadelphia, it's called polka dot powerhouse. Um, but when I launched it here, I was seven months pregnant. I had a full-time <laughs> job and I had a three-year-old at home and everyone's like, why are you doing this? I'm like, well, there's no great time to do anything. No. And that always bugs people like, oh, I'm waiting for this. Or as soon as this happens, then I'll be able to do it. That's your mind, child. That's no, because the successful people are the ones that put the things on their plate and they get it done. Love it. Yeah. Because you could have said, oh, after the baby. And then you would have had the baby and been like, oh, after I'm done nursing and I'm not pumping or whatever. Like there would have right. been something. And I, even two people will call me and they're like, oh, I kind of fell, fell off of your, you know, I stopped, you know, participating in, in your groups because I, I've been sick or my kids were sick. And I'm like, and every winter your kids are going to be sick. Like every year we have the holidays, every year we have spring break and summer, people get off their schedules, 
So it's like, there's always something. So I think that's really powerful to stop making those excuses. Like seriously, we're getting in your face a little bit because we want you to win. <laughs> you know, we want you to win. And that is just an excuse from your ego, your subconscious. Like we don't have time for that. We have results to get. So where, where can people find you, Megan? Yes, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Megan Weisheipel. And now I know the last name is hard, but here's how we teach our kids. We is he, I-P-L. Oh, nice. <laughs> we is he, I-P-L. And you can also find me on my website, MeganWeisheipel.com. And right now, if you go there, I have some great freebies for network marketers about helping you to find your why. So if you are struggling with finding your why, getting into network marketing, I have an awesome freebie that is on my website that you can go grab. Okay, so what I'll do is uh, if you're on iTunes, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put that on there and then I'll put your podcast link on there. Yep, awesome. Because a lot of them, if you're listening, you'll wanna go over there, there. And then where's the journey to you? Is that program just out sometimes? Don't you have something coming up? Yeah, I, that's actually starting March 4th. I'm running another one starting March 4th. Um, but you could find that you could just message me and I could get that to people. Cause that's one that I just promote every once in a while. Okay. So I'll get, yeah. And this podcast will go up right away. So we'll be able to pop some people into that too. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Megan. We're so excited to learn more about you and you can offer, you offered so much insight and discernment wisdom. I really appreciate it. And let me say one more thing before we get off for all of your listeners right now. Um, I just had this idea. So I may push my journey to you back one week. So if you're going to come out with this podcast, I will give a discount. If you say you found me through the gold digger, I will give a discount to everybody that is um, from the gold digger. I will give you a huge discount if you want to come over and do the joint, my next journey that um, we'll figure it out. I'm going to do it maybe in two weeks then. Okay, okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. This will be up for sure before March 4th. So if you're listening to this, depending on when you are, you will either be ready to jump into that, or you can connect with Megan. So if you're listening to this later on and she'll tell you when the next one's coming. So it's not like, end all be all, but yep. just mention you're a gold digger and then she can hook you up with a great deal. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. You are amazing. All right, everyone. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode. So until next time, go out there and crush your goals and create the life of your dreams. <laughs>